Hi, I'm George. And I'm Sandy. And this is the All-Inclusive Resort Podcast. On this episode, we'll have All-Inclusive Resort news, and we're going to hold an All-Inclusive Resort's 101 class for our listeners who may not be familiar with what an All-Inclusive Resort vacation entails and includes. So let's go. All righty. So first up that we wanted to highlight is a brand new Sandals Resort that just opened up in Curacao. So this is really exciting. This is um, the 16th resort in their brand. So that's pretty cool. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> have you been to Curacao, George? I have not. I'm actually scheduled on a cruise there next year. Oh, nice. Maybe you could do a site inspection. <laughs> that's a possibility. Go check it out. This one looks really cool, though. I um, It's it's kind of changing things up a little bit and I think it's in a really good way so um, they have this option for their top tier loyalty members and also people who are booking certain high-end suites Um, they'll get credit to dine outside of the resort and they'll also have access to a mini cooper so they'll get to drive around so they're really kind of promoting getting off, off the property and getting kind of more in touch with the local vibe and flavor of the island and you know that's a great idea because one of the drawbacks to booking all-inclusives in curacao or islands like aruba is that there are so many great local restaurants that you just don't get to experience when you're doing an all-inclusive so the fact that they're going to give you credit that you can again go use to eat outside the resort and not have to pay any extra that that's a great idea yeah i like that they're i'm sure that the local people appreciate that too. (laughs) I bet they do. Yeah. Cause I'm sure they're getting paid something for it. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kudos on sandals for doing that. Yeah, they have. um, So they have some local artists that have been commissioned to do some of the artwork in this resort. Um, We're greeted by a Chi Chi statue, which is the symbol of the caring older sister of the Island of Curacao. So that looks pretty cool. And then um, they've got some new resorts coming too. They have several coming in Jamaica. There's going to be some uh, Duns River beaches and sandals. There's that new runaway bay area. Um, there's beaches coming to St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So lots of cool stuff coming up from sandals. I find it funny that the runaway bay resort was a sandals and they sold it when they built Ochi and Jewel ran it for a while, and now Sandals bought it back from them. Oh, that so seems to happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, like, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, though. how many times have we seen an all-inclusive resort, yeah, kind of lose its luster, and then some other resort company picks it up and renovates it and reopens it? They, they don't tend to do a whole ton of building in existing locations, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, building codes and that kind of stuff where... Mm-hmm. In the old days, they'd build resorts right on the beach. I mean, you when you talk about beachfront, they were beachfront. And yeah. now with setback laws, they can't do that. So those kind of properties are probably always in demand where somebody wants to pick them up and, and renovate rather than trying to build new. Yeah. And it makes sense, too, because really that you're going to run out of beachfront space eventually. <laughs> you know? later. So, yeah, it's an island. Yeah. Yep. Um, another cool thing about Curacao is it's out of the hurricane belt. So if you want to go in the fall or something like that. Um, you don't have to worry about that. There's uh, twice daily flights from Miami on American Airlines. JetBlue's got three times a week from New York. And United is going to be resuming weekly 
coming up in November. And they're also <laughs> working with Delta to get airlift out of Atlanta. So hopefully that will, uh, hopefully the airlines will get their stuff straightened out and we'll see, you know, some more stuff like that. So yep. yeah, very cool. All right. In our second news article, there's a new resort that just recently opened in Cancun. It's the Royal Uno all-inclusive resort and spa. Uh, just opened on June 28th. It is in the hotel zone. It's a family-friendly resort, so it's not adult-only, so you can bring your kiddos. they got 540 rooms and suites, four bars, five restaurants, a cafe. Um, this is a pretty cool-sounding resort. Um, the pictures that I happen to see online looked really good. they got a kid's water park, which is always great if you know your kids don't like the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a great kids' club. Um, a spa, fitness center, most of the usual stuff. A lot of daily uh, activities, um, such as Latin dance. Not <laughs> my thing, but <laughs> yep. Mexican cooking classes, which I think would be a great thing. I always, when we went to Unico last year, we talked about doing the chocolate making class, oh, nice. but it was it was such a small class and it was next to impossible to get into. You couldn't book reservations in ahead you had to wait till you get there so yeah we didn't get to do it but mexican cooking class would be pretty cool so is this a brand new brand of resorts you know i hadn't as far as i can tell yes um i know that there were some royal resorts in cancun i'm not sure if this is associated with that brand or not it it seems like it might be just based on the royal name yeah cool All right, so the next one we want to talk about is the um, Royalton. There's a new Royalton Splash Riviera Cancun that's coming in December of this year. So this is, um, Royaltons are owned by Marriott now, which is kind of cool. Um, Yeah. This one's huge. This one is over (laughs) a thousand suites. and A big water park, 14 water slides, two lazy rivers. It's going to be going to be massive <laughs> so um so that should be cool though i you are a fan of royaltons right i am i've actually did a site tour of the royalton bavaro um in punta okay. cana when i was staying nearby um it was a great looking resort i really liked everything about it uh didn't get a chance to sample the food um so okay. i can't can't give you any idea on that, but you see a lot of requests, or I get a lot of requests for the family resorts, and they're looking for a lazy river. Yeah. And this one had an amazing lazy river um, with a bar in the grotto, so you could, oh. the adults could kind of <laughs> paddle in there, yeah, on nice. your tube and grab a drink on the way by and back out again. And they had bridges over it with water guns and just all kinds of really cool stuff you'd see in a, you know, real high end lazy river resort. So, yeah, nice. I've been pretty big on royaltons they seem like they're a great value resort based on the price um so speaking of that there's the general resort and there's also the diamond club and diamond club you're going to get butler service you're going to get an exclusive beach so um you know we always kind of recommend bump it up to the diamond club if at all possible yeah Yeah. if if it's in your budget definitely um another thing to highlight here is you know this thousand suites over a thousand suites there's 12 restaurants and nine bars so those restaurants must must be pretty massive i mean you know we talked about the sandals curacao that's just over 350 rooms and it has 13 bars (laughs) and 11 dining options so um yeah Yeah. i mean when you put it in that perspective it's like whoa okay so 
kind of get the idea of the different feel <laughs> of the different yeah, resorts. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that resort um, acts when it's really full in the summer and there's yeah. lots of families and yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, hopefully they milk. hopefully they handle that well. That bit, yeah, that'll yeah. Be, I'll, I'll go check yep. it out. <laughs> nice. And then um, on our last news article, we have two Hilton properties opened in Tulum, or what you would call Tulum, but maybe not quite Tulum. Mm-hmm. Um, the f- uh, first one uh, is actually not all-inclusive, so we weren't going to cover a whole lot about that, um, but it's called the Conrad Tulum Riviera Maya. Uh, it's a family-friendly resort but is not all-inclusive they did open an all-inclusive one which is hilton tulum riviera maya the resort really is going to cater to um, adults beach hammocks um, seaside snacks by the beach under a palapa roof and then um, just more of a luxury type resort the the pictures of the spa looks amazing six 16 treatment rooms um all kinds of good stuff going on. The uh, It's 735 villa-style rooms, so again, pretty good size, mm-hmm. um, with 13 restaurants and bars. So it's in that same area the Royalton is where we'll have big. to wait and see. Yeah, yeah big and, and how busy are the restaurants going to be? Are reservations required? Can you make them in advance? Or I just can't imagine with that many people in that many restaurants that it's going to be a walk up first come first serve yeah type of arrangements but uh, who knows yeah all right cool so we'll have to wait and see <laughs> yeah all right nice. so on to the main topic for tonight which is kind of all-inclusive 101 so it's kind of funny when i started in travel i was familiar with cruises and i knew about your basic domestic and disney theme park vacations but I, other than sandals, I really wasn't familiar with all-inclusive resorts at all. And I was really only familiar with sandals because I have to say they probably have the largest marketing budget of any all-inclusive resorts out there. They they spare no <laughs> yeah. expense on, on their marketing. Um, so the first thing to talk about yeah. is there's is yeah. there's generally two different types of resorts. Yeah. There's your adult-only resort, which can be anywhere from 16 up, but it's usually 18 up. Um, and then your family-friendly resorts that are, you know, mm-hmm. just what they say. They're open to all members of the family. There's also some resorts that are sort of a hybrid that may have an adult-only section of the resort. And the rest of the resort is family-friendly. So it's kind of like your, you know, hotel within a hotel concept. Some of them actually have separate restaurants in that area so that right. you literally can spend your whole week. And if you're in the adult-only area, never see a kid. Um, we tend to go to one and we stay in that adult right. only section, but, uh, all the restaurants are family friendly. So you never know who you're going to run into and, uh, they work out pretty well. But one, one misconception that I get a lot is that people think that adult only or less expensive than family friendly. And that's generally not the case. Right. Family friendly resorts generally do price lower than adult only resorts. Yeah, I don't ever have. I don't think I've ever had anybody ask me. <laughs> that I think they were going to be cheaper for adult only, but it is one of those things where people are like, you know, when they are trying to price out their budget and stuff, you're like, okay, that's going to up it. That's you know. Yep. But but it's worth it if you 
If you're not traveling with kids, sometimes you don't really want to be around kids unless it's like a big extended family thing. So, yep. Yeah. That's another thing to think about if you're doing like a destination wedding or something like that. If you are going to be inviting kids, then that's going to affect where you're going to, you know, the kind of resort you're going to Yeah, have. that's true. Yeah. Or sometimes what you can find is a family-friendly resort that's alongside of an adult-only resort that may have exchange privileges. Right. So you have the wedding at the family-friendly resort, and a lot of times the bride and groom or maybe some of the adults will stay at the resort next door. Right. And so that you can go back and forth and visit the families you know that have kids, but you're not subject to kids the whole length of your stay. Yeah, I know that um, there's some secrets and dreams resorts that are connected like that where you can just go back and forth, which is cool. Yep. Nice. It is. Yeah. So what do you think about um, standard rooms versus upgrading your room? I know, you know, obviously we're going to always tell people to upgrade, but then they're going to look at us like, yeah, you're the travel agent. Of course, you're going to say that. (laughs) So why do you really (laughs) say that to people? I mean, what's your view on that? So for me, it depends on the resort. So um, there is a misconception that the rooms on the preferred club are different or better. And in my experience, the rooms are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can tell you specifically Majestic Resorts because that's kind of my go-to personal resort where I vacation. The rooms in the preferred club and the rooms in the family section are exactly the same. Same service foot, same amenities, um, same linens. There's really no difference on the room. The difference is where the room's located. So it may be in a little bit better part of the resort. Um, Preferred club there is also the adult only section in all but one resort. They actually do have a family club section uh, at Majestic Mirage Punta Cana. So that is an all butler, all club level resort. And they do have two buildings dedicated to families. Mm -hmm. So take that one out of the equation because that's really unique. (laughs) Um, So what it really comes down to preferred club is... There is a cost involved to get in preferred club. Is the amenities something that you're going to use? Um, I want adult only, so that immediately says I'm doing preferred club because there isn't any other way to get that in. Mm-hmm. Majestic Resorts. Now, if you're looking at a resort like Secrets, that's all adult only. Preferred club may get you something like a better mini bar in the room or restock more often you probably can go to an extra restaurant that may be preferred club only sometimes the like there'll be a concierge who will make your dining reservations for you or your excursions um like for the whole week you know yep or normally what you get in preferred club in those is you get a butler whereas the non-preferred club rooms get a concierge that basically handles that part of that building Mm -hmm. so a little more personalized service with the preferred club it's hard to say. I mean, I always recommend it if it's in your budget. If it's not, um, in some resorts, it, you unless you use the butler, you may not even notice that you didn't have it. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's a tough one. I mean, for me, I look at the price, and if it's not too much more, I'll generally do preferred club. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I also always yep. want to at least see the ocean. I don't have to be oceanfront, but I want to... Yep. I want to see it. You know, I don't want to be looking at the parking lot or something. (laughs) Yeah. There are some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then there's the other ones that 
call it ocean view, whereas if you're standing on your balcony railing with one hand <laughs> on the gutter and you're hanging out six feet, you can catch a glimpse of the waves. Right. <laughs> like it counts. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. People are surprised about that. But yeah, some resorts are, we'll, we'll call those types of rooms ocean view. Yeah. All right. So. So what do you think about restaurants? Food. Um. So I mm. think that I I want to sit down at a nice restaurant when I'm at one of these resorts. I don't mind a buffet like in, you know, lunch or breakfast, but in general, I want to have like a really nice dinner and I don't don't really want buffet for dinner unless I've just had a long day at the beach or something like that. So, um yeah, some of them have really good food though. <laughs> There's like some really good ones. Yep. Yeah, some resorts are really are known for their food, mm-hmm. um, some not so much. And that really does, I think, when you're looking at the cost of the resort, you generally will get better food at the more expensive resorts. Right. Better quality cuts of meats, maybe more local produce. Um, when you get your strawberry daiquiri, instead of being a sugary mix, it will actually be made with real strawberries. Mm-hmm. And all those little perks do cost extra money. Right. So Yeah, and there's yep. some, you know, some resorts will only let you eat like it certain restaurants one time during your stay, you know, something like that. And then some of the higher end ones, it's unlimited. You can do whatever you want. So there really are restrictions. You, it is a, you get what you pay for kind of thing, but, um, yep. yeah, but in general, it's nice to just be able to walk up and grab some food. You know, some of them have like sushi counters and things like that that are really cool. So that's good. <laughs> I like the ones that have, um, either have a food truck they may rotate food trucks throughout the week that drive into different Ooh. areas of the resort, or they may have, I know the Sandals Jerk Chicken Shack oh. down on the beach. And the brick oven pizza <laughs> out by yep. the pool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Those are big hits too, and you won't find those at every resort. Yeah. But they do have the jerk chicken at every Sandals, right? Don't they have the, the shack? You know, I don't know. Well, I've had it at every one I've been to, but I do think I do think okay. they have made an effort to put that in all of the resorts because so they're so popular. So, yeah. Yep. And now I want some jerk chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the beach with a red stripe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> ah, so another a cool amenity for a lot of them is, um, well, some of them, is that you get your transfers included. I know Sandals does that. Um, yep. Sometimes it's not included. So can you talk a little bit about like the different types of transfers too? Cause that can be surprising. Yeah. So I know that you're right. Sandals does transfers that are included. Um, Hotel Eshkaret does transfers too. Mm-hmm. That's in Cancun. Um, outside of that, your transfers may be quote unquote included. Whereas as your agent, when we book them, a shared transfer is already included in the price or transfers are get bundled in as a separate price. Uh, but they always start off as shared. Um, I did shared transfers once the very first time I went and I've never done one since (laughs) the problem with shared transfers is that depending on how many people are in the shuttle with you, you could be stopping at two 
three different resorts Mm -hmm. on the way to your resort. So if you happen to be the unlucky one that's on the resort that's furthest away from the airport, you're going to be the last one to get there and you're going to be the first one that gets picked up. So trust me, it's worth a little bit of extra money to get a private transfer for just you and your group. Um, Whether it's two, four, six, or uh, I know if you have bigger groups, we can make arrangements with the different shuttle companies. Some of them have full size buses. So if you have a really large group, you can get all of them on the same bus. Yeah. One one trip. Yep. One stop there and one stop back. You can also do nonstop transfers where you might be with people you don't know, but they're also going to that same resort. So you don't, um, you know, you don't make all those stops, which is a good option. Yep. Too. So let's talk about everybody's favorite beverages. <laughs> Because uh, there there are a lot of differences in the different resorts on the type of liquor that you're going to receive. Yeah, most of the ones I've been to have been top shelf liquor, though. I don't usually um, tour resorts that have like liquor that I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, generally your very budget resorts will have just local brands, mm-hmm. which in some cases really isn't that bad. I mean. You're going to Dominican Republic and you're getting local rum. You're probably doing pretty well. And same thing with Jamaica. Yeah. Whereas in Cancun, you may get local uh, mezcal or uh, tequila. Yeah. Yeah. I usually don't. I don't know. I um I tend to stick to beer, probably because a lot of times those drinks can be very sugary, and yeah. I, I don't know. I I feel like sometimes. Maybe they're not as strong or maybe they're too strong. I mean, when you have beer, beer is just beer. You know? <laughs> so, Pretty much. Yeah, you know what you're getting. You know? <laughs> That's me. Yeah. So what's your favorite? Well. Uh, of the locals. I mean, I like Red Stripe okay. I usually will just drink whatever yep. they have. I mean, I'm not like one of these people who has to make sure they have the beer I like at certain resorts. I know some people, I'll see people, you know, people post for those questions. Yeah, I mean, I like Mexican beer. I like um, Dos Equis and I like Corona. So whatever they have, I'm pretty happy with, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard anybody really complain. Um, I, a lot of the times when we go to the Dominican, everybody there loves El Presidente. So yeah. I mean, I'm it's not just a beer a, drinker. I can't tell you. Like a good lager that you can just drink all day at the beach. You know, that's <laughs> just kind of, you know, everyone likes that, right? <laughs> yep. Get your bucket. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then margarita would be my next choice. But yeah, mm. that's very sweet for like several of them. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. I can only do a couple of those a day yeah. before yeah, the sugar levels are starting to OD me. Yeah. Yep. All right, so our last topic is entertainment. Um, I can't say that I've gone to a ton. I guess maybe I'm just the older crowd. And <laughs> when I'm on a cruise ship, I'll, I'll stay up till midnight to go see a show. But in the resorts, I don't know what it is. Maybe just laying out in the sun all day or floating in the pool. And yeah. by 9 o'clock, I'm white. I, know, I guess it depends on your dinner time, too. You know, like if it's going to interfere. Yeah. I know Sandals has... Well, I've seen this this group a lot in other Jamaican resorts too. I forget the name of them though. They have, it's like a steel drum band. Um, it's a group. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of them because I've seen them at two different sandals and I I think it's just, uh, it's like something birds. I can't remember what it is, but 
during the right. pandemic, couples had like a live stream of the band and it was really cool. Oh, cool. So I don't think it's like one band of the same people that travels around. I think it's like a group and this is what they call them, you know? Yep. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, and I know at Sandals too, they've had like Broadway nights and things like that. A lot of times in Mexico, I would see, um, like Michael Jackson impersonators and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. There's two big shows that everybody loves. It's the Michael Jackson show and the queen show from what I hear. Both are fantastic. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, that's not, that's probably not something I would stay up for, (laughs) but I will say my favorite band in the world is, um, the Avett brothers and they do, um, an Avett's at the beach concert at the, um, hard rock Riviera Maya. That's where they've been doing it. Like the last however many years. And, it's on my bucket list. I have uh, like the times don't you know, match up with my schedule, yeah. but this past year they did um, hard rock and Unico. So there was like some special shows at Unico for people that were staying there. So that's nice. the kind of entertainment that I would love. I mean, I would love to get see them there, but that's on my list. Yep. Yeah. So one other thing that gets, I guess it's sort of part of entertainment or, or more of like, uh, inclusions are uh, motorized water sports and diving. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's amazing how many of the resorts have like a dive club or a snorkel shack and you can usually um, rent or get equipment there. Um, sandals again is the big one with diving that yeah. diving's included at most all of their resorts. Yeah, I think all of them. I think um, there's certain ones I think you can get certified. I don't think you, well, I'm not sure about that. We should have our um, sandals know. rep on to talk about this yeah. <laughs> because um, yep. because I'm pretty sure you can dive at all of them. But um, but I think there's different levels and maybe different. Um, you know, this is something Donna would probably know too. Uh, our colleague, Donna. yeah, probably. But um, yeah, well, and then most of them have like non-motorized water sports available. Yep. Um, sandals once again has like a plethora of them. They have the windsurfing and Hobie cats and all kinds of stuff. Yep. Paddle boards. Yeah. 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 As as much and probably more than you want to do. Yeah. I love to snorkel though. When I'm out, you know, at a place like this, I like being in the water. Snorkeling is a really good way to do that. So, and a lot of times they'll take you on a boat away from the shore. It's not like they just hand you the gear and I mean, I guess sometimes you do it right off the beach. (laughs) You can, but um, Yeah get like a reef or something all right well that's it thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed what you heard episode one yeah (laughs) Um, maybe you learned something new if you want to interact directly with us you can join our facebook group um, search for the all-inclusive resort podcast and we're going to post a link in the show notes all right until next time see ya